firm a foundation, ye saints of the Lord, is laid for your faith in his excellent word. Hey, good morning and welcome to this, the second podcast of a series going through the book of Revelation slowly and carefully. Today we're going to look at chapter 1 verses 4 through 8. So let's read those from the book of Revelation chapter 1 starting with verse 4. John to the seven churches that are in Asia Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of kings on earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, your living and active word that is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joint and marrow, discerning the thoughts and intentions of our heart. Open those hearts, our hearts, my heart, that we may receive what you have for us and we may be transformed, that we would never be the same again. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Well, we know that the book of Revelation was written by John. This is John the Apostle. It was written around 90 AD, give or take a few years. And it was written while John was exiled on the island of Patmos in the Aegean Sea off the coast of what is now Turkey. Uh, John, as I understand it, was exiled to Patmos and was required to work in the mines there, but God had a bigger plan. God had a plan of telling us what his plans are, what had happened, what will happen, and what's going to happen. So we're going to look at that, and we're going to start with these verses today. So John is writing to the seven churches that are in Asia. These verses are in essence a salutation or greeting to those churches, letting them know who's writing and the basis for his writing. He says, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come. Grace and peace is letting us know of our standing with God because it is by God's grace that we're in a relationship, God gives us uh, salvation. He gives us new life through faith in Christ Jesus, in the finished work of Jesus. And because of the grace and because of the relationship, we now have peace with God. The, the things that divided us from God, our sin nature, are now gone 
and we're we're in that relationship with him and because of that relationship because we're now at peace with God we have peace so it's the peace we have with God and it's the peace we have in ourselves that in Philippians he talks about in chapter 4, I believe, he talks about the peace that passes all understanding that guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. This is a little bit unusual that he referred to God as him who is and who was and who is to come. And then he says, and it's also from the seven spirits who are before the throne, before his throne, before God's throne. And this is a reference to the Holy Spirit, seven being a perfect number. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead and the ruler of kings on the earth. So this letter is from God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, and Jesus Christ, the Son, one God existing in three persons. The reference or description of Jesus Christ as the faithful witness is that Jesus is giving us this account through John, and he is faithful, and he is a witness. He knows what he's saying. We can count on what we read here. He's the firstborn of the dead, That is, that he's the first one to be raised from the dead, to never die again, to be alive forevermore. And he's the ruler of kings on earth. Now, God is over all things all the time, but the reference to Jesus Christ as the ruler of kings on the earth refers to his second coming when he will be in complete control over the kings of the earth. And then he says, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. Of course, a reference to Jesus Christ in Paul's letter to the Galatians in chapter 2 and verse 20. He refers to the life we now live in the flesh. We live by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us who has freed us from his from our sins by his blood. That is, he has finished the work of redemption, of atonement, and that when we put our trust in him, our sins are covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sin, not in part, but the whole, is, is covered by that blood. And Jesus said, it is finished from the cross, paid in full. And so we're freed. We're no longer uh, a slave to sin. Uh, Jesus conquered sin, death, and the grave. And when he did that, it says he made us a kingdom. Uh, we, we are a part of the body of Christ. When we're in Christ, we're a part of the body of Christ, and we're a part of his kingdom. We're adopted as his children, the children of God, and we're priests to his God and Father, to God our Father, to Yahweh, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. That is, God is in control, and he will always be in control. Even when things look like they're not in control and we're anxious about them, we can know without a doubt that God is in control. We may not always understand it, And he permits things to happen, 
but it's all a part of the ultimate plan, and the ultimate plan works for God's glory and for the blessing of the body of Christ. And he says, he ends at verse 6 saying, Amen, so be it. He said, Behold, he is coming with the clouds, referring to Jesus when he comes back, the second coming. He said, Behold, he's coming with the clouds. You remember when he went up into heaven, uh, they asked the disciples who stood there looking, the angel did, said, why do you stand looking into the clouds? This Jesus who has ascended to heaven will come back in just that same way. And Jesus is affirming that again uh, through John. This is a revelation from Jesus to John. He said he's coming with the clouds and every eye will see him. We don't understand physically how that is, but we know that it's true that every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, not referring to the actual Jewish people who were involved, but to the Jewish uh, nation, that they, those that are alive, when Jesus come back, comes back, they will see him, and all tribes of the earth will wail on account of him. Because when he comes back, it's not going to be a good time for those who have not put their trust in Christ, for those who are following the, the way of the world, following the evil one. Even so, he says, even so, amen, let it be so. And then he says, I am the Alpha and Omega says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. We need to get the full thrust of what he's saying here. He is the Alpha, the beginning. He is the Omega. He's the end. Those are the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. So God's saying that he's the beginning and he's the end. He said he is, and he was, he always has been, and he is to come. There's never been a time when God wasn't. There'll never be a time when God isn't, and God is almighty. He's over all things. We don't have to be anxious about anything. We can know that God is in control, even when we totally can't understand that, and that's quite often that we're not sure why things are happening but we can trust God. He absolutely keeps his promises. So Lord willing, next time we will begin to see the actual vision as he starts to lay it out to the seven churches at Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. So God willing, we will be back together again soon and we'll look at the next part of this great book that we call Revelation that God says we're blessed when we speak it and we're blessed when we hear to it. So praise God for that. Amen.